Liverpool Leslie Hour, helping people tell their stories. And now, your host, Paul Leslie. Hey, it's me. Hello and welcome, folks. This is episode number 200, and we are welcoming a legend in music. Billy Joe Shaver is one of the greatest songwriters in American music. He's also a singer, storyteller, entertainer, and recording artist. Billy Joe Shaver is a five-time Grammy nominee. He received the Americana Music Association's Songwriter Lifetime Achievement Award and was inducted into the Nashville Songwriters Hall of Fame, as well as the Texas Country Music Hall of Fame. The songs he's written are considered standards. Johnny Cash called him my favorite songwriter. Chris Christopherson said he's as real a writer as Hemingway. Norm MacDonald, the comedian, said Billy Joe Shaver writes the biggest ideas with the smallest of words. Some of the greatest artists have performed his songs, people like Elvis Presley, Bob Dylan, Willie Nelson, George Jones, the Allman Brothers Band, Waylon Jennings. We could keep on going. He's a prolific performer, and he's released almost two dozen albums. It's a great pleasure to have him here. Billy Joe Shaver, how are you, sir? I'm doing real good, man. <laughs> I forgot I did all that stuff. <laughs> uh, you know, that lady that uh, was um, Carol Chang, I think is her name, uh, was a Hello Dolly thing. Yeah, Carol Channing. Yeah, she passed today. and But she did, uh, she recorded Old Chunk of Coal, one of my songs. And isn't it, you ought to hear it sometimes, I'm just an old chunk of gold. It's kind of funny, really. But uh, she's, uh, I never met her, but, but it's pretty nice of her to do that. I don't know how in the world it got into her hands, even. That is a good question. That's that's variety, from the Allman Brothers Band to Carol Channing. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, I've had a lot of people recover her. Dylan and Chris and well, Willie are just uh, Bobby Bear, of course. And uh, I mean, it's just a uh, you know, Ernest Tubb and George Jones. And I guess everybody just uh, I really have uh, I'm kind of caught up here. I just kind of now just realized I've been doing a lot of stuff. Yeah, I did a lot of hard work during the time I was young. And, even though I, I did get crazy a little bit, you know, like everybody else. and Not that that's right, because you're not supposed to be like everybody else. <laughs> that's one thing we all got in common. We're all different, you know. True. And, and that's the way it should be. And, uh, and uh, setting examples is probably out the door now. I don't know. It's, it's uh, It doesn't seem like anything's exactly what it is anymore. Uh, you know, looking at shows and stuff on TV and all, and some of it wears me out. <laughs> but, uh, some of, you know, I guess it does that other people too, but then again, there's other people who just love the heck out of it. So, well, you know, to each his own. <laughs> That's true. Well, you were saying that everybody is unique. How important yeah. do you think originality is when you're a writer? Oh, gosh, yeah. I think it's. That's your only hope, because you can count on yourself 
being different from everybody else. That's what we, like I said, all got in common. But if you're going to be real honest, that's what I did. I don't know. You know, it, it might be best for somebody else. Other people, I'd be, it wouldn't be much fun if we couldn't see movies and, and uh, occasionally read things and stuff uh, by other people. But in my case, I, I went ahead and, and I, I'd been down the road so much, you know, in, in so short years. And I started out real young and was on my own and uh, traveled around a lot. So I had a, quite a bit to write about. And, and so I just wrote about myself, what was going on with me, but kind of like standing in the rain and, and predicting rain. <laughs> <laughs> well, what does it feel like to write a song? from your perspective? Oh, it's the greatest thing in the world. It's my first love. I, I love it. Uh, it's, uh, I don't know, it, the best time to write another great, a great song is right after you write another one. You know, as soon as you write one, you feel so good, you you can write a dozen if you really want to because uh, you got it in your hand. But sometimes you like to, it's like having a child or something, you like to, Playing it over and over and over and over, <laughs> and uh, I remember all of mine, and uh, it is like children. They really are like a part of you or something. And it hurts when someone takes credit for things that aren't theirs or steals stuff from you, which happens quite a bit. Uh, and uh, but all in all, I guess it's fair. Yeah. Well, what do you like about the process of writing a song? Oh, I ain't real sure I really like it that much till after I get into it. Because I don't like to be jostled out of bed, you know, in the middle of that gone night. Maybe, well, three or four is in the middle of the night for me. And, uh, and, 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 and just almost, uh, have to go and write this song. You know, it's mm. like, it'll go away if you don't grab it and finish it. When I get started, it's, it's so hard for me to stop. That's why I hate starting. <laughs> I don't make a lot of sense. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no, I, it does, actually. When we talked on the phone earlier, you were saying that the location where you're at is near Waco. It's Waco, yeah. Waco, actually, Texas. Actually, I live on, yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, Waco, the home of Texas Rangers and... And uh, it's, it's some kind of Hall of Fame thing here in the Browning Library. And and the, the first uh, suspension bridge ever built was built here in Waco, Texas, going across the Brazos so they could drive cattle across there. Wow. It, it, it's, it's my bridge, really. I've, I've, I've adopted it. <laughs> yeah. Of course, I don't keep up the repair, but I, I almost climb that bridge, I swear. I guess everybody else has seen. It's it's pretty neat thing. The Billy Joe Shaver Bridge. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> no, it's just the it's just that first suspension bridge. The same guy that made it made that one over in Brooklyn or somewhere. Oh yeah, made a big old deal over there too. Same guy. After you told me that you lived in Waco. I went and I I played the song, Wacko from Waco. 
and was, I was listening <laughs> to it. And oh god, that's all. That's terrible. Yeah, that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a great line in that uh, in that song, and um, I actually have this on my business card. It's nice to be oh. important, but it's more important to be nice. That's true. That's true. That's one of my sayings. Yeah? Yeah, I come up with a lot of sayings. And stuff, and one of them, that's one I'm real proud of, and known as a simplicity, don't need to be greased. <laughs> and that, that, that means a lot to me. When, the more simple it is, the less words you have to use. The more power they have, the more flame they have in them, and they, they're moving things that, you know, some some words move things, like you mentioned fire or something like that, or wheels. It's just, uh, I like to use those kind of words because <laughs> it, it makes it really exciting, really kind of, and to, I get to, I get to show off my skill. You're listening to our interview with Billy Joe Shaver here on the Paul Leslie Hour. And you can thank the Shaver Camp for this. We're going to play that song, Wacko from Waco. This is a stripped-down version of the song. And it's going to be on an upcoming album. You're going to want to stay tuned to BillyJoeShaver.com. BillyJoeShaver.com to stay in the loop about the forthcoming album. I'm a wacko from Waco, ain't no doubt about it Shot a man there in the mouth, but can't talk much about it He was trying to shoot me, but it took too long to aim Anybody in my place would have done the same I don't start fights, I finish fights, that's the way I'll always be I'm a wacko from Waco, you best not mess with me Well, Georgia Mill said I was like a flying buttermilk Trapped in a wake old bottle, I was bound to get killed Georgia Mill said, Billy, Houston's where you need to be If you're going back to Waco, you're leaving without me It's nice to be important, more important to be nice If you're shooting dice in Waco, you old snake eyes every time I was born in Corsicana, they said, Billy, can you do it? I said, of course I can, just point it out and I'll get right to it. And Corsicana, Texas has been real good to me. They knew I had to shoot that man before that man shot me. I should have known the truth would finally set me free. I guess living down in Waco made a wacko out of me. The wacko from Waco is still on the run A singer, a writer, a son of gun Don't cross him, don't boss him, stay out of his way Don't give him no trouble, you'll just make his day I'm damned if I don't, damned if I do I'm a wacko from Waco, I'm telling you the truth And I'm damned if I don't, damned if I do I'm a wacko from Waco. You finally heard the truth. One of the other songs I was listening to, The Cowboy Who Started the Fight. Yeah, that's a good one. 
Great mm-hmm. song. Really. Yeah, it really happened, man. All that stuff happened. Uh, actually, in a way, it wasn't exactly like that, but it's, it's where I got the talent from. So when you write a song like that, you know, you just said that it really happened. Is it is it like you're playing it like a movie in your mind and you write what you're envisioning? How does that work? I don't know. You know, it happens. It seems like every time it's different. And it's hard to believe that every time would be different, but it is. And uh, some of them are similar, but... It's really exciting. It's like hooking a bull or something. You know, it's really, really good. You can't let go of it <laughs> once you get a hold of it. It's fun. Like I said, it's my love, my first love. Probably be my last, I imagine. <laughs> You're listening to our interview with singer-songwriter Billy Joe Shaver here on the Paul Leslie Hour. We are going to play... A currently not available version of his song, The Cowboy Who Started the Fight. And this was made available through the Billy Joe Shaver camp. So you can thank them for this. Be sure to stay tuned to his website, billyjoeshaver.com, for updates on his forthcoming album. Enjoy. The legs on the lady walking was tanned to a dark berry brown. Her body wasn't made like a song to be played To the tune of a million a pound She was a wonder of a woman, I reckon And she's who screwed her head on right The toast of the world was the long-legged girl And the cowboy who started the fight Well, he just pulled into town up in beat-up old green 1953 Chevrolet pickup truck with whiskey bumps all over it The right front fender falling off he coasted into a no-parking zone, got out, took his keys, chunked them down the gutter, turned around, just walked off. He lied how his time had been wasted on drinking and running around. He spent half his life searching barrooms at night for the sweetheart that he never found. And it was plain from the moment their eyes met, they'd wind up in each other's homes. The lady's young life was laid open that night. And the cowboy drank deep of her charms, singing hey hi to he from the depths of the sea to the mountains, so hollering high. He'd found the best one under God's given sun, yeah. The cowboy got lucky that night. While the angel beside him lay sleeping, he silently thanked God above for being a kind-hearted father. And blessing his life with her love. For one night of love with that woman was more than he knew he deserved. So he found all he had left worth giving, and he gave all he had left to her. He slid back inside his old Wranglers, filled up his boots with his feet, while the subways beneath New York City screamed through the veins of the street. Yeah, the lady gave up without question. The trophy she'd saved all her life. Then she curled up beside his old weather-worn hide when the cowboy just laid down and died. Hey, hi to he went a whoop through the street as his soul slowly winged out of sight. 
The lady lived on for the child to be born, and the cowboy found heaven that night. You know, at the beginning of the interview, we were listing all of the people who recorded a Billy Joe Shaver song, and you mentioned a couple. And there's it's such a diverse list. Everybody from Johnny Cash to Elvis Presley, Willie Nelson, of course. Who do you think recorded the best version of one of your songs? One that, that someone else did that you thought, wow, he really nailed it. Mm-hmm. Well, let me think. It'd be uh, Tom T. Hall. Tom T. Hall. Toss up between Tom T. Hall and Willie Nelson. But Tom T. did uh, this tribute I wrote to Willie. Uh, Willie the Wandering Gypsy and me. And, uh, and he did Old Five and Dimers. And, and he got mad at me about Old Five and Dimers because he, he said... Uh, he said, I should have wrote that. <laughs> I said, well, you know, I guess you should have, but you didn't. I did. And uh, he stayed mad at me for about a month. And then he went and did that album and, and, and kind of nodded, tipped his hat to me. He said, the rhymer and the other five and dimers. So it worked out all right for me. <laughs> Who were you the most surprised? You know, you mentioned that Carol Channing, rest her soul, didn't. <clears throat> did a version of one of your songs. Yeah, bless her heart. Yeah. Has there been anyone else who you thought, wow, how in the world did they find this song of mine? Yeah, yes, it has. It always has been. It Bob Dylan. Back in the uh, 70s sometime or another. I don't know how he got the song, still don't. But he did two versions of uh, Old Five and Dimers, which is... That's the one I keep trying to beat. <laughs> In addition to him having performed your song, you've been mentioned by Bob Dylan in one of his lyrics. I'm curious how you found out about that. Somebody brought it to my attention. It was in, uh, in a Playboy magazine. Or not, I don't know. I'm not Playboy. It was in the, what do you call that other thing? At <clears throat> Big magazine, I don't know. California. Rolling Stone, yeah. Rolling Stone. Yeah. I think it was in there. I ain't sure. Somebody sent it to me or gave it to me and told me about it. I read it. I was really happy, but still didn't make up for for him recording that, my song and, and saying that it wrote down it was a, it was a, an old folk song. Hmm. And I, I didn't really like that. I called their office and started shooting them out about it. <laughs> Didn't do no good. And uh, I don't know. That was way back yonder. And I, I've always been impressed by him. He's probably the best there is, I guess. I don't know. Maybe. Well, in addition to him, what songwriters do you respect the most? Oh, of course, Willie Nelson and Chris Christopherson. Oh, uh, there's a lot of rock groups and, and stuff, people that I really respect, uh, Dickie Betts, and uh, um, I don't know, it's, they're all good, you know, it's just, uh, I don't know exactly what, how to answer that one. One of the other songs I was listening to today, 
which is Oklahoma Wind. Mm. What a song. Yeah, it is. It's, uh, it really happened, yeah. It really happened, man. It's, uh, my uh, cousin, Jack Case, he's full blood in him. I remember what kind. Anyhow, he come by one day, and we we decided we'd go up to, we walk to Oklahoma. We're going to drive up there in his car, of course, and, and, uh, and see his grandfather off. And we got there, and, uh, and this, well, we on the way, we well, a lot of things happened, man. On the way, we went. Is this boring or no? Take too much time. Okay, all right. I'm enjoying it. The way we went was uh, this. this uh, we we had a blowout, <laughs> and uh, and we had to had to put a tire on a wheel. I actually had it done, and we went to the service station there. In Texas, and the, and the and the guy, uh, well, he wouldn't he wouldn't do it, and uh, and we had to do it. And then we go on, we go on, and we had to put, you know, we know what I've been around. He had to, but we got to this place where his where his grandfather, I think it was his grandfather's, supposed to be, and uh, he was in a women's wing of an old folks home. And the Indians are supposed to get the best, the best care there is, you know, and they have these cards and things like that. And I thought, wow, this one really ain't nice. Uh, but we went on in there, and he looked like that Indian, uh, that nickel, you know, the nickel Indian, the one on the nickel. Yeah, the buffalo had, nickel. But had, yeah, yeah, the buffalo nickel, yeah. He had, had tubes stuck up his nose. And uh, he died not long after that, but they were chatting and smoking and doing all that stuff. And went on down to uh, oh, Oklahoma, that is uh, uh, Kane's uh, Ballroom, I think that's what it is. Yeah. Anyway, that, that big place where the floor actually goes around in circles. <laughs> anyway, uh, I went back there in the back and wrote this song real quick. It didn't take me long. It's quite a song, though. It really is. I actually uh, played it for, uh, oh, what's his name? The one that did Old Chunk of Coal, uh, John Anderson. Yeah. Yeah. I, play, I played it for him, and he went and wrote Oklahoma Seminole Win. And then later on, years after that, he he, he admitted that he drove around my song. But it was still good. His were better than mine, I guess, because. You're listening to the Paul Leslie Hour with our special guest, Billy Joe Shaver. One of the interesting things about a great songwriter like Billy Joe Shaver is the ability to go back and reinterpret songs from the past. And we're going to play this recording. This is a new recording of an older song, Oklahoma Wind. This is currently not available. You're getting to hear it first here on the Paul Leslie Hour. Billy Joe Shaver, Oklahoma Wind. Jesse lit us up and passed the bottle one more time. We used to smoke and drink a lot back then. Thunder shook the heavens and the lightning danced the sky 
Like I ain't seen since can't remember when The Oklahoma kid let dying in a woman's wing Just another Indian biting dust Clouds grew dark and promised but dead didn't rain a thing The government ain't something you can trust Oh, the Oklahoma wind slides across the burning sand over double crosses Mother Nature made. We picked a gig and Tulsa at the Kings Ballroom at night. The Oklahoma kid was dead and gone. Rain still hadn't come, but the clouds still blocked the sky. That's when I took the time to write this song about the wrong Oh, the Oklahoma wind slides across the burning sand Over double crosses Mother Nature made And nothing's ever come as far as I'm concerned From those dead tomorrows planted yesterday Black man took a chance and got his foot hung in the door he sure as hell is gonna have his day Red man speaks his peace to gain his long lost dignity And Washington just turns the other way Jesse spends his days in loco hills, New Mexico Every now and here drinks his full of booze When Rio Dosa's running he lays his money down Winning just enough to lose And lose and lose and lose Oh, the Oklahoma wind Slides across the burning sand Over double crosses Mother Nature made And nothing's ever come As far as I'm concerned From those dead tomorrows Planted yesterday Is it a compliment when somebody is inspired oh, by God, your writing? Oh, yeah, that's, a great, that's the greatest compliment in the world is when somebody imitates you. You don't even get mad. Hmm. <laughs> you act like you got to act like you do. <laughs> Sometimes I act like I do, but I don't. Hmm. But too much is, is enough, you know. You know, I, I, I interviewed a guy, James Taylor's brother, Livingston Taylor, and he said... Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. He said, if you're not exploitable, if somebody doesn't want to rip you off, that's when you're in trouble. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> well, I feel much better. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for all those dollars we lost. No, I don't care about the dollars. Uh, I never did go after that. It was really actually, it's just my calling. I'm, I'm lucky to have a profession that I'm good at. And God gave this to me, and I'm I'm... Praise him every day for it. Read my Bible every day. 
And I thank God every day that that I have this gift. And always uh, keep good care of it and make sure I don't cheat or anything like that. Because I feel like it might get took away from me if hmm. I did. And that's, uh, that's selfish, too. But what the heck, you know, it's got to stop somewhere. Something I've noticed about you, anytime I've seen you being interviewed, you always seem so humble. <laughs> well, I really appreciate what I got, you know. If, you, if you're if you satisfied with what you got and happy about it, you won't want anything. Hmm. So I'm not I'm not really not a greedy person. I never was. I will be. I hope. I don't know. Maybe. Who knows? What would you say the best compliment you've ever received is? Oh my God! Let me see. Uh, from Chris Christopherson, I guess. Or from I'm Willie Nelson. Yeah. Both of them. Yeah. What did Willie say? Willie said I was very somewhere alive today. But that don't mean nothing. Because when one day passes, uh, the whole damn thing could shift. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so it's just like a, it's like a, if you look at it that way, that's the only way I can look at it. I don't, I don't go, uh, you know, charts and things and uh and Grammys and crap like that. I, I ain't trying to get that. It has to be incredible, though, to think about the fact that a lot of these songs are immortal. I mean, I imagine people will be recording these decades and decades from now. Yes, sir. I, I know that. And and that's, that's one, one song I wrote called Live Forever. Well, that's the way you live, is uh, through your accomplishments. Hmm. Another song I was listening to of yours, it's a really great song, You'll Always Be My Best Friend. Yeah, you know what? Thank you for for recognizing that. You're the first one. <laughs> I like that song, too. It's great. Yeah. It's for the good kid. <laughs> yeah. You're listening to the Paul Leslie Hour our interview with Billy Joe Shaver. Thanks to the Billy Joe Shaver camp, they have allowed our listeners to hear this advance of his song, You'll Always Be My Best Friend. Be sure and stay tuned to billyjoeshaver.com for updates on the forthcoming album by Billy Joe Shaver. I'll always be your best friend I'll always be your best friend If our love should ever come to an end I'll always be your best friend I'll be there to help you get by If you're broke down and too hope to try I'll always be there Share a good cry I'll always be your best friend I found out a long time ago Lovers, they come and they go But friends are forever And this much I know 
I'll always be your best friend I'll always be your best friend I'll always be your best friend If our love should ever come to an end I'll always be your best friend How do you define a good friend? A good friend? Yeah. Uh, someone you can count on when when uh, you feel like you're not making contact with God. Hmm. You know, second best. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you're pissed off about that. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching not not too long ago the appearance that you did with Willie Nelson on the David Letterman show. Mm-hmm. That's a great duet. Is there anyone you'd like to sing a duet with that you haven't yet? Oh, you know, I, I never thought about that. Let's see. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm not into that. You know, I like girls a lot, of course. But, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I'd like to do a duet with uh, Tanya. Yeah, Tucker, yeah. I think she's about as good a voice as there is out there right now, or ever, even. She's one of them immortal voices. Tanya Tucker, if you're out there. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, she don't pay much attention to me. I don't pay much attention to her either, so there you go. <laughs> How important do you think laughter is? Laughter? Oh, it's the greatest medicine in the world, yeah. On that note, how did you find out about Norm MacDonald being such a fan of your work? He called me up in the middle of the, the, middle of the night, I think it was, and said, I want to be your friend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Norm, he's great. I love Norm, man. He's so funny. But, you know, sometimes he walks away and he's gone for a week and you finally get what he said. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's so intelligent, he, he kind of overshoots the runway sometimes, I guess. Well, with an idiot like me, anyway. <laughs> he was saying one time that he had written some lyrics, but he was afraid to send them to you. Yeah, I don't like people sending me lyrics anyway. <laughs> yeah, I'd probably, I'd probably correct it on them and send them back. <laughs> <laughs> I put a, 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 I had, me and Towns Van Zandt used to run around together, and we were way out in a desert somewhere. I can't remember exactly what desert it was, but it was, a, it was out toward California. But anyhow, we, he's a, I, I just, it's hard to explain, Towns, but we, I got off what we were talking about. God darn it. I tell you, I, I'm getting bad about that. Tell him 79, but, I'm still. I don't. I can't remember what the hell we was talking about. You were saying you were saying something about going out with towns, traveling with yeah. towns. Yeah, we were good friends. Yeah, but there was something that we asked about before that that 
that caused me to go into that, and I can't remember what it was. Before that, uh, I was telling you that Norm MacDonald had written some lyrics, but he was he was afraid to send oh, them to you. and you know, send them back. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah this, this happened. Towns, we're out in the middle of the desert, and he's got this three-piece back uh, Martin guitar process, you know. And he and he, he sends case and all that stuff, and uh and he he's fixing to take out across the desert with this Indian kid, and they're gonna find God knows what paradise or something. And uh, anyhow, I said, give me the damn guitar, you know, and I'll take it back to house for him. So I'm gonna come back, and I decide, well, you know, him during the time that Towns and I knew each other from way back in Houston, but he. I moved to Nashville before he did, but but when but anyhow he got, he became friends with Guy Clark, which I was a real good friends with too. And him, and he's gone, but God rest his soul. Anyway, I got into his guitar. I'm gonna send it to to, to Guy, and I called him and told him I was gonna send it to him and all that stuff. And pounds on gone, and I looked inside the guitar case, and I was gonna loosen the strings, you know, which I don't think he really had to do, but. I was going to listen to strings on the darn thing, and and I found these these songs, you know, written out, and I don't know about five or six of them, and I put D minus F these <laughs> words all kind of <laughs> and put them back in the guitar, and so uh, I'm mean, not in the guitar, but in the guitar case, you know, underneath the guitar, and uh, and sent it back to uh, to a guy in Nashville. Hey man, about a month later, guys called me and said, "You know, you stole his guitar." I said, "What?" He said, "You stole his guitar." I said, "No, I didn't." And he he, he starts in really inquiring, and then and and they found his guitar case and all, and I'm sure he found the the, the songs, but I never told him I did that. And I, to this day, I haven't told anyone. Use verse one, I think, <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> and anyway, the guy in them finally gave up on on me a thief, you know. And uh, he got his guitar back and, and them songs and stuff. And I don't know, it was kind of a dirty trick, but then again, it was kind of fun. <laughs> you know, every now and then I would read where you would make the news for making a show. You'd make it to the show no matter what the circumstances were, but would be. There was... I think this was a, a, about a year ago, maybe a little more than a year ago, where you got injured, and yeah, I did. I got, whew, I got uh, flat on my face, uh, and uh, I don't know. I still accuse my guitar player of hitting over the head with a bat or something. So why do you why do you always make the show? I, I, my son, he always. Goaded me all the time because I, back when I started, I started out just by myself. It was in the year BE, this before 80, you know. My son was a great guitar player. And uh, he didn't start playing until he was about 13. He came on the road with me. But until then, I just played with guitar and that was it. And again, I forgot what the hell we were talking about. Oh, you we were talking about. How you always make it to the show, no matter what. Oh yeah, well Eddie, Eddie always. When Eddie got a hold of me, he said, "No, you make it to the show every time." <laughs> I don't know why, he, but he was that way. But I guess because I wasn't, you know. I figured, well, hell, they can't start until we get there anyway. So. 
What's it like traveling all around, bringing music to people? Oh, I love traveling. I, like I said, one of my songs, uh, Willie the Wandering Gypsy means uh, uh, doers and flankers say moving. Moving's the closest thing to being free. That's another one of my little whoopty doos that uh, I'm kind of proud of. What's it like when you are, it's after a show or it's before the show? And you meet somebody who's a fan of yours, and, and they're in awe of you. Oh, that worries me to death. <laughs> I loosen them up somehow or another. <laughs> you know, uh, and, uh, and laughter is good. You know, you can just laugh, smile, and grin. And I used to uh, wear my cross, so any kids or anything are in trouble or something, they come to the cross. Hmm. And there's, uh, I've, uh, I've always been friendly. Always always will be, I guess. I'm sure. And I never have thrown down on nobody unless they throw down on me first. Hmm. And that's it. I've heard that you're doing some recording with Billy Gibbons. Yeah, Billy and I are good friends from way back. He married me and my my wife, uh, Wanda, way back <laughs> at the, uh, in the, in Las Vegas, and uh, he's he's a holy man, you know. And he uh, he married Wanda and I, and then then I got in a fight down the stairs, and uh, and uh, broke my broke my neck. My good best man broke my neck, and uh, and then she had to get, get moved to another room because they were to beat her up or something. Because the mascara was running all around. <laughs> and it didn't, it, it was just because she wanted to go out and have fun. And here I was with my neck broke. And she went on out and they said, We're going to put her in another room across the room and tell you, if you come out of the room, we're going to arrest you and all that stuff. How in the world did I dig myself into this hole? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I, I, I got it. I, I, of course, she came back the next day and I always did. I accused uh, Billy Gibbons of uh, consummating the marriage, but I know he did. But, <laughs> but I accused him of it, and we're good friends. Of the whole, uh, he might get mad at me after this, but I don't care. Uh, no, he's a big, great guy. He's uh, a little guitar player. Woo. Yeah. Pretty scary. Him and, him and my son were real good friends. He'd tell my boy something that he, that he was using now, this and that. And, and I'd have to go buy it, you know, so, and carry it. <laughs> and, the, and it got pretty heavy. Those amps that they, they like to play out of, it'll, it'll throw, knock you down right over you. It's, uh, but I had to pay for them, but they were all right, too. And so everything's all right, really. Is there any uh, any idea about when this next record is going to be coming out? Well, I got hold of the, I got the bull by the horns in here, and I've got a, I've got enough for about two albums, but I still keep waiting on that one special one, you know, to come along. I think it finally came along, and I wrote it last night, but I hadn't finished it. Uh huh. What is the best thing about being Billy Joe Shaver? <laughs> uh, well, uh. I come and go when there's a please, mostly, you know, and uh, I try to stay out of everybody's way. I, 
I have a good time doing that. And uh, I appreciate movies. Because I actually, because Robert Duvall, I was in a movie with him, The Apostles, and uh, man, there's so many people working on them things, man. It's amazing. It's no wonder they spend so much money, but but everybody, of course, on Bobby said, everybody was real nice, courteous, and all that stuff. And it goes right back to him. And uh, I don't know, movies just wear me out, huh? I appreciate it. What would be your all-time favorite movie? All-time favorite? Oh, my God. I don't know. <laughs> uh, probably Predator. Predator? Mm-hmm. Why is that? Yeah, I like that real well. I don't know why. It wasn't while I see it come up on TV and I'll, I'll turn, turn another thing. I don't look at it. <laughs> I don't know. The photography and everything in it was was just great. And then, too, it was uh, one of the first real big, believable-type space thing, you know. Doesn't come from somewhere else. That's what I think. I don't know. I might not know much about it. I always like to end my interviews. I let the guests just take the stage. Just take the microphone. So what would you say to anyone who's tuned in? Oh, man, God bless you when you dance. <laughs> I know that. And me, I'm whistling by the graveyard. And a lot of us do when you lose people close to you. And uh, and if you can stay happy, a lot of other people will stay happy, too. And that's that's me. That's what I, I really try to keep myself in that, you know, that kind of mood all the time, really. Night and day. Well, who is Billy Joe Shaver? How would you define yourself? Oh, shoot, man. I'm I'm real lucky. I'm lucky that I've got a profession. I, I'm lucky I'm able to do this stuff, and it's real easy for me. It's always kind of been easy. And God-given gift, and if you don't do something with it, you know, you lose it. And I didn't, I didn't start doing mine till late, but I'd already done a lot. Down here in Texas, if you let them know you write poems, man, <laughs> the guys down here love to kick your ass, you know. <laughs> well, I want to say thanks to Rich Longshanks for making this interview possible. Yeah, he's a good, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, real nice Rich. guy. Oh, he's a great, he's a great best friend I got, man. I love him. Good person. Very talented, too. He also, he said that you are his favorite person in the world. <laughs> well, he's about mine, too, I think, you know. <laughs> I just, I just, I miss him, man. You know him and Norm, as a matter of fact. <laughs> Norm's a lot of fun. Well, everybody out there, they can go to billyjoeshaver.com. I hope to see you down the line. Hope you come to Georgia sometime soon. Yeah, I, I do, too, yeah. It's been a while since I've been there. Thank you very much for making the time to do this interview. Yes, sir. Thank you. It's an Thank honor. you. Yeah, it's an honor for me to to hear from somebody that cares about it. That's good. <laughs> All right, sir. Well, you have a All wonderful right. night. Yeah, God bless you. Mm-hmm. God bless you. Thank you. Yeah. Adios. Folks, thanks so much for listening to the Paul Leslie Hour. 
Episode number 200 is in the can. Special thanks to Richard Longshanks for making the interview with Billy Joe Shaver possible. And of course, thanks to Billy Joe Shaver. For more information, you can visit BillyJoeShaver.com. For more information on the Paul Leslie Hour, to subscribe, you can visit ThePaulLeslie.com. Until next time. Goodbye.